Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu/podcast Do a little faster. Yeah. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti and it's Antoinette and we are Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business and explore both the profound and the profane because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Hello. Good morning. Oh. We now have a morning show. No, we don't. Yes, we do. It is 9.16 a.m. and we are recording and working our way up to a morning show because I wonder if the energy will be different. I'm probably your energy is very different <laughs> in the morning. Oh. Well, it's not just the morning. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, work has been awful this week. Like... On a million, like I've never worked these kind of hours. And what's crazy is I have, a, I have other stuff to do. <laughs> I'm just sitting, like I closed my computer last night at, I want to say around 12 o'clock. I got a call the other night where I'm laying down, minding my business, 1130. My phone is ringing and ringing and it's teams. And it's because we're up against like a huge deadline. <clears throat> and a, a whole bunch of people got sick. It was just like the perfect storm. <sighs> and so I think I might have, I, I mean, yesterday I literally sat from nine till 12 and worked and just l- legit worked. And it w- it's been exhausting. It's been so much um just problem solving, putting out fires, managing people's schedules, just all day, constantly. It, it, you you solve one problem and uncover like four. That is what it has been. I'm on all of these new projects that I have no experience in, so I have a learning curve. The entire team has a learning curve. And it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. So you're going to hear it in my voice. When is it? Um, <laughs> when does it let up? When is the deadline? Three eleven, but the big we had so we have like multiple deadlines marching towards this launch of a new campaign, um, and 
the big deadline is Monday right now to, to for this like medical legal review that we have to submit to. And um, yeah, so I will be working after this. I'm getting pings now telling telling me that things are ready. And, you know, I'm do I, you know what it is? I'm doing better with like before I would be like, this is work. I don't care. People have to stay on. You know, there's a lot of people like my son has a soccer game. I have to go to the game. One woman is pregnant and she's like, I need to rest. I'll come. Is there any way you can work tomorrow? Somebody asked me to work Sunday night and I was like, it's not happening. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Like, no. So we have to find a compromise. But, you know, I'm taking it in stride. People have lives. People have things going on. It is what it is. I have my computer. I could just log on. I will say I was honored by not my job, but like the, it wasn't specific to my job. Um, I was an honoree from my job, the only one from my company for the, like this medical advertising hall of fame this week. Mandy was my date. Y'all looked beautiful. (laughs) It Thank looked like you. a knockoff classy event. It I love her because it was black tie and she was like, Oh bitch, I'm coming in here with my gloves. Her she had a dress that like her gloves connected to the dress. I know that's right. She was Andy. like the only person in the room with a bright color on. And I was like, I'm obsessed with you. And everybody was coming up to her like, I love your dress. And she was like, Fashion over. <laughs> <laughs> I just you can't you cannot take the girl anywhere and she's she's not herself and I so appreciate it and she's so supportive she's like I'm making a reel I know how to make a reel and you know they call my name and she's like woo woo you know <laughs> super hype going crazy <laughs> then in the middle of it you could, I could tell she's bored as hell but she's also like this what you do I knew you did stuff but I didn't know you did this girl and so, because there's all these presentations and stuff. So we had such a good time, but she cracked me up. She was like, to the the head of HR went with, my HR went with us. And um, she, in the middle of it, she goes, excuse me, can we take these centerpieces? And the head of my HR was like, I don't, I don't know. And she was like, well, who do I ask? <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> and damn that we ain't walk out with three good. centerpieces. Yeah, you should always. I think that is... <laughs> I know a she must is for just, all events. she's such a hoot. And then I come home. I don't, if you're on Patreon, you can see flowers behind me. Aww. I come home and they weren't even flowers for the event. They're Valentine's day flowers oh, with, goodness. with strawberry, um, covered. What is it? Chocolate covered Mandy. strawberries. I was like, girl, you got the riz She know how to you. take care of you now. Oh, she be risen. I'm really sleeping on Mandy. All y'all niggas that you fumbled that bag. Listen, cause that's a Man- real one, right? Right there. Mandy, when she loves you, is the sweetest thing in the world. When you do her dirty, you're just dead to her. And I think that's actually pretty healthy. I'm mad at it. So shout out yeah. to her. But I, I am exhausted. But she was such a bright light this week that I needed. I was working during the event. It was a mess. But well, you look good. You couldn't thank tell. you, boo. Thank. You. Oh, that was my other story. Real fast, girl. I got my makeup done. I ain't gonna say by who or where. <laughs> and I sat there and was like, mm. and I asked this question on Twitter. I said, 
has anyone gotten their makeup done and they know that it's fucked up based off of the brushes being used and where they're being placed on your face? Like I'm at the point now where I know where a, when a brush hits, when a bronzer, first of all, when you're using a bronzer to contour, that's my first issue. You don't use a bronzer to contour. Go get a contour palette that is not orange. Anyway, but when this starts, when you hit me down here with it, under like way un, like way under my cheekbone i just know you don't know what you're doing so the the lady was so nice and i said you know what we're going to work together on my face i said can i can i lift this contour real fast and she was like oh i said can i have some of the 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 concealer took the concealer drew my little line lifted it up and she was like Oh, I see. Yeah, that really raised your face. I was like, yeah. So I, she was I, white I, or black. She was black, girl. It, was this like when you did Beyonce type levels of disappointment? Yes, but why so we did, had. Why do you, you know how to do your makeup? Why are you? You even know playing what it is. Now? I don't know how to do my eye makeup, and I don't know how to like beat my face. I know how to do like regular makeup, but like if I need my makeup done, I don't know how to do that. Well, or maybe gotta, I do. do. Maybe. We got to take a class. You just need to know the things. I have to. St- I, yeah, because I'm over it. Yeah, I'm like, y'all don't know what do. y'all doing. And it's upsetting me. She contoured my nose like Michael Jackson. I tried to get it off. But even in that first picture I posted, I look a little Michael Jackson-y. But that's okay. That's okay. They hate a black nose. <laughs> I even hate. Makeup I'm artist. like, don't contour my nose. I told her. I was like, I really don't like contouring my nose. She was like, no, it's just a little so it makes your eyes pop. And I was like down here okay like i get up here like in the crease and like going into the like no nose area up here by the eye but like on the bridge of my nose leave it alone anyway she was so nice and at the end she she said i learned so much today thank oh you so my much God. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> so <pay> that, me. <laughs> but she did my eyebrows very well she okay she freaked the eyebrows demon. out she redeemed factor. herself with the eyebrows, but everything else was wrong. I girl. said, you, you wrong, girl. You got to find your girl. You got to find. My we, go-to. You got to, yeah. You know, like mm. Renee, shout out to Renee. This 2024, this is probably the first time that we mentioned her. Renee Blewett. Yeah, she has her go-to girls that like. Oh, Renee's face. But always. But she has the same yeah. makeup artist. I love when we got our makeup done by Brittany. She helped us. She helped me to understand. It's like, oh, it's like a lover. It's like the first time mm-hmm. you, you're like, I think you're it learning. should this. And then she's like, oh, the next time I do it, I, I know how to know freak it. And you get more. better and better. Because I'm always. I know what products actually yeah. fit on your skin so well. So you got to find your like, you know, yeah, I got a date. You got a date. Hit your girl up. Be like, yeah, I got an event on this. But this whole while and like just crossing our fingers and going to. Any old body. Any old body. You don't do that with your with your vagina. Don't do it with your face, girl. Some Tried and true. Do. When you know you need to get one, you need you know who to go to now. <laughs> do we? Do no. we? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a bad analogy. <laughs> I was like, Some people me? do. Me, not so much. But um Girl, I gave you what you need. You scared of it. You ain't finna. You ready to talk about that? We're going to talk about that on the next episode, the Valentine's Day episode. I gave you what you need to get what you got. 
I have no but idea what you're get talking it. about. <laughs> Girl, and that ain't oh. a guarantee, child. And and what you mean? I have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but I'm already arguing it down, and I don't agree. <laughs> I'm talking about the vibrator. Oh, <laughs> what would you think? I, I was don't know. About? That's what I was like. Who are you talking you about? You thought I was talking about a person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tricky. Oh God, go into Let your me, updates. Well. Because Antoinette had her, um, she was being honored. She was being honored on the day that we usually record. So I was sorry. Like, Thank you for. I for was going to be up. in New York on Wednesday to go to a trade show. Uh, shout out to some of the listeners that I met at the trade show. Um, anyway, and then I was like, "Well, boom! You know, after I go there, why don't we just record ahead early together?" That fell through the cracks because Antoinette's job is is just a terror. I'm and so, so I was like, I still need to spend the night at your house. And Antoinette was like, cool. Um, you know, I spent the night at her house and <laughs> Blue was there. Stop, stop, stop. Now, Blue is her cat, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if if you're like if you're a mother, you know what it's like when you have a um a baby. You don't get a full night's sleep because the baby will fuss and cry and wake you up. Blue's cat. Blue's cat? I mean, excuse me. Antoinette's cat Blue interrupted my sleep. <laughs> Multiple times, meowing, screaming. And I'm not talking about like, you know, some cats like meow, meow. She has a guttural <laughs> shriek that that goes up and down. She screams. <laughs> and kept me up all night. Finally, I gave in and I just got up. And I went to the, cause I thought it was food. I went, got a little handful of food, threw it in a dish, walked past. The <laughs> bitch kept crying. You better not talk <laughs> about her. Like, don't call her a bitch. The cat kept crying. I said, this cat got colic? Like, what <laughs> does she want? It was awful. Awful. Come to find out, she wants to be pet, which is also obnoxious and wild. Like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll be damned if I'm waking up. Be coming to your every beck and call. And Blue and Cat Years is about 20, 30 years old. <laughs> Shut up. She's 11. She's not a baby. She's 11. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all. I've been a single no. mom for so long. Your cat, Antoinette. Y'all think I play it. I told y'all she she, ruin, she ruins my sleep schedule. I have to get up and, and hold her and rock her sometimes right. and pet her. Yeah. It ain't right. And I'm saying so that's no, it's not. You saying that, but that's not right. <laughs> I have a baby. I don't know what to tell you. She's chilling now. And she'll <laughs> chill now, but not at two, three in the no. morning. I'm telling Screaming. you, it's because <laughs> y'all think I'm joking. I forgot she stayed at my house before and she would slam herself against the wall of my door. Well, you keep she Tantrums. doesn't like she doesn't like closed doors. That's number one. She wants to be able to have access. And I have a feeling that you might have closed I the ain't door. I closed that door. Eventually I closed the door. 
eventually I did. You got to wet like, her. I told you, you got to spray her with the spray bottle when she's doing that. Or you just pick her up. Put Next time you pick her up, you put her in the bed with you. And you just, you pet her a couple times and she will be fine. No, but the thing that, the fact that you have to do that, like I get your solution. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but that's not normal or right. And you have to retrain your cat. You have. Oh no, it's over. You, and that's because <laughs> yeah. of you. No, it's not. Yes, it's, it's you really have not. enabled that. The fact no, that no, Blue no. is like, I get what I want when I scream. And eventually these humans are going to give in because that's what no, I've known. She's far worse now that she came back from grandma's house. She was at grandma's house for two months. No, she is far worse. But what I'm telling you is I used, let me, I used to come home at like 4 a.m., 3 a.m. from my job in her younger years. So this is what she knows. Her, her entire youth that those were the hours that I worked. So when I got in, that was when I would pet her and do my thing with her because it was three, four in the morning. My mother gets up at five in the morning and she said that blue, she'll hear blue like meow, meow, meow. She'll get up and then blue's hanging out with her in the bathroom and she's getting pet. So that's the time she's like, Oh, okay. Lit. I'm back on my schedule. You just have to wet her. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, You're I, making I, it. You, I yeah. don't know that I want I apologize. to be, uh, with, You're not like, gonna who gonna be no there? More? Blue gonna be there? <laughs> <laughs> also, so you're not gonna say, don't, don't stay in my house then. Fine. If you now, if I said that about Jolie, who gonna be there? Joe gonna be there? I don't wanna come. You be mad. This is my child, and you're disrespectful, and I'm dead serious. No, the, that is disrespectful. The, your cat you, is disrespectful. Do you remember Joe? Do you remember Joe? She's third. If Jolie was act, Joe Blue is eleven. <laughs> like you keep trying to say, I could see if she was Joe a new was a kitten. fucking tear. Joe was a fucking, but she's tear. not anymore. She's she's not. This is and eleven maybe years. Blue, maybe Blue just don't fuck with you because she not what like in? that with everybody. I don't tell you. Yes, it's she your, it's is. your energy. Everybody she that knows, knows Blue. <laughs> Yes, First of all, is. change the subject because we going on and on. You make me mad because <laughs> you talk about her and I'm looking at her. Relax. Last, um, but not least, I just want everybody to know that I'm okay. Like everybody keeps texting me and they're like, I hope you feel better. I hope everything's working out. I hope I'm okay, guys. I really am. Everything's fine. I'm not. That's so nice that you have people that care about you. To text yeah, but I don't you, know what, what I said that people are like, you... You said you want a job with teams. Then you said you want a job at the airport. Then you said you got a daddy gig. It feels like you do it a lot. Like you working it out. And it says, you, and you said you're not inspired by Sable. So that's like a jarring thing. Okay. For folks. Maybe that is what it is. I don't, I just don't, all of that feels so normal to me. <laughs> it just <laughs> sounds normal to me too. But to a listener, I feel like. Okay, y'all. I'm all right though. I'm doing really well. Everything's good over here. This I appreciate y'all concerned. I appreciate y'all concerned, but it, I'm okay. This is just how the baby girl processes. You just gotta, I'm telling y'all, the girl moved to Honduras for two weeks. Guatemala. I apologize. She Guatemala. moved to Guatemala for two weeks and then came that. back like, I'm good. I should have stayed there. Sholi would be <laughs> fluent. I, we would both be fluent in Spanish. That was a mistake. But also, um, I did get a job at the airport, which I won't be keeping. But if y'all can get <laughs> if y'all can get into the airport, that the whole package, everything seems lit. Like, I could have started. I saw a whole new career before my eyes. I really did. I really did. I was like... Wait. 
Why are you not taking a job? I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. I don't want that. Uh, I did. I don't want. I don't think I want. It's that, that ninety day job. Yes, that the 90, ninety days. It mm-hmm. was the atmosphere a little bit. They didn't have much good things to say, but um, I did see it. I said maybe I am a corporate girl. They gave me a manager <laughs> position too, and I was like, nope, <laughs> hell no. I think that's what scared me. I said, what, ma'am? No. I won't be taking it, but y'all should apply because the benefits seemed lit for real. Really? But everything's okay over here, guys. Don't worry about your girl. All right? Okay, so now we're just going to move on to... We're not ready yet. We want to just say that for the Patreon exclusive Saving All Your Love for Shanti event, we are still having um, or accepting submissions we haven't had one submission and (laughs) i stop i really um it's helping me understand a lot no it's not where i am in my life why i am like i just no that's that's an intimidating thing to do and there are plenty of people who call and want to be in relationship with you cut it out I don't care, but also it's just helping me. I'd, I'd rather, I'd, I, it's just Shanti. helping me. It's just helping me. And, um, and um, yeah, that's it. Well, um, we are still accepting submissions. So please, if you're if listening, it's, if it's just let one me person finish. or two people, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Shanti, I'm you're not ruining doing it. it right now. I'm just letting y'all know. All right, so she might not do it. So y'all better submit. Tell a friend. Bring a friend. All you got to be is single, like kids, love eating, love music, have a sense of humor. We never had those requirements for you. I think it's those requirements. Like, it was open-ended. I I never created requirements. I think that you did create requirements. I didn't. It was just open-ended. Well, that's why it was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's why the people who came, came. Um, All right. It's Sunday, (laughs) February 18th at 7 p.m., y'all. And if we don't do it, and this is for patrons only, we will do something else for the patrons. We will have some sort of Valentine's Day love affair thing. But I really want to see y'all fight over Shanti's heart. They don't want it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) They know you don't want to give it out. They don't want it. it. They said she's not ready to be loved. All right. Lastly, Shanti, looking at a calendar, I think that the last day to buy merch will be February 17th. February 17th, everyone, get your orders in. We have many orders that are being created right now by our lovely printer, and then we will start shipping. So please get your orders in by February 17th, and then we locking that John down, all right? Thank you. All right, go ahead, Sheila. And we just want to take this moment out to remind everybody, especially new listeners, to review, rate, subscribe, share, and old listeners. If you've been rocking with us for a while, you've been watching our journey, um, we would love for you to share a review, subscribe, of course, and just even tell your friends and family about the podcast. We would really appreciate it. It helps us. And we'd also invite you to join our Patreon where you can see the podcasts in video form as well as other exclusive video content, such as the crickets that will be chirping at my Stop. love event. 
nobody loves me and ain't nobody praying for me like Kendrick Lamar. Stop. <laughs> so um, shout out to all of the patrons that have joined. Hamid, Chantel, Chantel, Rebecca, Natalie. Hmm. Is that how you say it? Natalie. Is that how you spell it? Natalie? Natalie. No. Natalie. Jeffrey, Ignoring Stupid, Argenis, Alicia, Austin, Chris, Nadija, Kristen, Amal, Ebony, and is that a typo, Antoinette? Ivory, Ivor? Not no, sure. that's, that's Ivor. We appreciate yeah. all of you. I apologize if I done butchered your name. Um, consider joining our Patreon. It is a three-tiered subscription-based content membership. All right. So check us out at www.patreon backslash around the way curls. Okay. And after that, we'll take a little break. <clears throat> so after these messages, we'll be right back. Boop. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And we are back. Hot shit. I was on the interwebs because I think I'm a DJ and I was looking for music to play in the background while I was working. And I stumbled on, I've talked about this gentleman before, Amorphous. Um, he is actually a young man from Philly. And he went on tour with Beyonce. He was someone who just kept posting on Instagram, posting on TikTok, YouTube, all of these really incredible mashups of artists where he blends two artists, two different songs, and has like a vibe mm -hmm. that you kind of never even thought about and like dreamed of. And so I went back to him because I was like, let me see what he got cooking up now. And I went to him on YouTube because his mashups obviously can't be on like the streaming services, ser services rather, because he doesn't own the content. And I saw Aaliyah and Maxwell, Don't Ever Wonder mashup with Rock the Boat. And I said, I need to know what this is. And I'm going to play a clip for y'all. Really give me high. 
that a nice? It's little it is a grown. Yeah, nah, that had me going. And of course, Aaliyah. So I sent it straight to you. That, that, and I was like, that girl. That was a diddly, diddly bop groove. So I just wanted to share that with y'all and say, when the world is stressing you out, when people getting on your nerves, when you working all hours of the day and night, sometimes all you need is a good groove. Because that shit got me straight out of my funk. I raised my uh, desk that I was at. Oh. Oh, and vibrations as well. Okay. I started two stepping. I started singing the little lyrics. And then, have you listened? Have you revisited those lyrics? Oh, it's such a sexy. I was a hot oh. ass. I had a little boyfriend <laughs> at that time, too young, all turned up. I was like, I'm going to be like a Leah. I want I was, you to rock my boat. I was very young. <laughs> and that was actually, really? yes, that was too much. You were like, that was like eighth grade, right? Yeah, it was the summer of eighth. It was eight, the transition from eighth to high school. Mm-hmm. And I went to Burlington Co. Factory and bought baby fat underwear. Ooh. <laughs> you bought Fresh. baby fat underwear so Fresh. you could see it? Yes. Anyway, I'm telling too much. What of color was it? They were lime green. They had the baby oh. fat cat as uh-huh. a metal. Let me tell you something, though. I was a little bad little thing when I was younger. I really was because we're 14 year old. (laughs) You was Tracy. I was trying to be Tracy. You was fly girl. I really was. I like, I was super attentive to that kind of stuff. Now (laughs) (laughs) you saw my underwear. I've seen girl is really upset. At least you wear them. But anyway, listen, all the shout out to all the girls back in the day wearing baby fat. We know y'all got a story to tell. Cause them baby fat girls was outside. That was like how you do. Did you? You didn't have a puffer. Hell no, no. My dad was like, "You ain't having no fucking baby fat. What are you even talking about? No, with a with a kitty cat pussy on it. No. <gasps> Ooh, you took it there. He, t- y'all took it there. Kamora took it there. That you. Why you think the thing? Why you think the cat was the logo? Fresh, and she was groomed. Mm-hmm. Now we, we <laughs> conspiracy <somewhere> theories <laughs> because what you gotta understand is Hollywood. What they try to do is set it up for the young people. Because <laughs> a puff daddy, okay, with the puffer jacket, with the puffer oh, they, jacket, they, they, pussy, they oh, and the elimination and emasculation of the black man and but, the ba- what? <laughs> <laughs> the and homosexuality. Fat. No, wait, the baby fat implying that these are adolescents ready to be groomed. Okay. Baby fat. Talk Ooh. about it. And you, because yep. you still want the young girls. So exactly. you want to fetishize. Exactly. Sexualize That's, the babies. The, exactly. That's all baby fat was. Matter of fact, we going to do it. And, I, and I, was, I, was, I was their target market because not <laughs> me going to get the discount baby fat underwear at 14 years old. Amanda wore baby fat every day in high school. <laughs> like, God she did damn. have a, she did. She had the baby fat earrings. She had the kitty cat earrings, the droop. I didn't like the drip though. I didn't like the drip, the other stuff, but I did like them underwears. Wow. I'm going to get you some baby fat underwear. You saw Ice Spice wore a baby fat outfit to the Grammys? It was cute, but not to the Grammys though. We'll talk about it. Also hot shit, Cat Williams will debut his new comedy special streaming 
live on the Netflix is a joke YouTube. Oh, I'm I believe. excited for that. Yeah. And Monique is opening and oh, that's going to come out May 4th. <laughs> After he saw her on Shannon, he's, then, then they announced that she finna open now. They are tricky. They take Not it over. Not Shannon Sharp. Like spearheading these comedy wars and tours. It's How interesting. Feel about Shannon for when real, did he? Real? I love Shannon. Okay. I love him. Okay. I will talk about I had a crush on Shannon there. I might have had bought some baby fat panties for Uncle Shay Shay. <laughs> I might have. Shay on Undisputed used to have me going. I disagree with a lot of his takes, but it was the way he delivered them. Anyway. I don't know what any of this gibberish is that you wrote here, but I kept it there in case it made sense to you. <laughs> oh, God. There was a hot shit voicemail. Um, shout out to the caller who called in and rec- they, they recommended a whole bunch of different um, news outlets for us to check out. And they, they left like three voicemails. So I'm not going to go into it, but they were just talking about how, you know, grassroots organizing is the most important thing. And these are all concepts that we've talked about before and that we are in alignment with. Um, But he was talking about ground news. Um, I'm adding Channel 4, Al Jazeera. But he specifically brought up Brianna Gray-Joy. And I think I I mentioned her before. And we definitely played a clip of her, so I did. But Brianna Gray-Joy, I think, is the up-and-coming kind of culture critic news pundit like uh that we that's on the rising she is absolutely brilliant um she does have a podcast bad faith pod but she also she appears on a bunch of different outlets i forget what the show is called i played the clip from she's on a youtube series uh across from a very um a very republican leaning white man and she does great work on that show, debunking a lot of the things that he says and also agreeing when it's time to agree. But I'm a I'm a big fan of her. So anybody this this enjoys politics as usual, um, I would definitely say to check her out. Oh, yes, it's called The Hill. That is the name of the the YouTube show. But she's she's incredible. Awesome. She really is. And she yeah. has um... she has a podcast as well what's up listen and i told you this before my daughter is texting me and somehow or other her friends has put some type of app on her text that whenever she it's not an app it's just a shortcut you just have to go into her settings but it they made it into penis so it's like yes or something and it's always so she texts me the word penis in every sentence (laughs) and it's getting a bit annoying all you have to do is go into her settings and there's a shortcuts thing and and they so they have whenever she so you can do a shortcut so like if you were to type lm um lmk it you could do a shortcut and it would say let me know okay but you don't have to type that so they did yes and did penis in a penis Joe. so just changed that poor thing this was wonderful and i'm very excited for this Antoinette shared that Little John is maybe coming out with a guided meditation album. It's set to release <laughs> on February 16th, and it's a 10-track meditation album. I am so excited for that. I just, <laughs> I'm loving 
also how a lot of these uh, black men are also just tapping into country music. And I feel like that is a um, area where it's been really, it's, it's very racially charged. It feels very exclusive, but I feel like the roots of it are so black. So the fact that black men are just doing their thing. Shout out to Andre. Shout out to little John. I don't know these brothers names, but I, I'll get the information. Um, other, I was just seeing so many black men are doing so well in country music, including one of the lead, um, success, successful artists is the black guy from Hootie and the Blowfish. I forgot mm. his name. Killing it. Like, like his career, he is a star, sells out major arena. I don't want to be with you. Remember him? He is a mega star in country music. And he also just got arrested for- I only want to be with you. When you sing. I love him. I don't love him, but I love that song. But uh, shout you out to You said he just Luka. got arrested? Unfortunately, yeah. For but what? He, he came out for drugs and, you know, being a mess. But when you're idolized like that. Darius um, Rucker? Darius is fucking it up. Is that who it is? I guess so. Hootie and the Bowfish lead singer. He has his own yeah. solo career and is just, just killing it in country music and being well received. And I love that for everybody. Um, I'm looking him up now. We are going to move on to our Black History um, highlight, spotlight. spotlight. This is close to my heart. Somebody mm. sent me this and then I did a deep dive. We're going to talk about Eddie Pline today. He's a jeweler from New York and he is the inventor of the grills that we wow. know today. Eddie's family um, originally from, were from Suriname, and he arrived in Brooklyn, his family, in 1973. His goals growing up were to be a football player, and uh, he wanted to be like Pele. But mm. while he was trying to, you know, achieve his dreams, and he's in this immigrant family, they're all hustling, his dad came straight to the U.S. and never took a nine to five. So he was always an entrepreneur, working really hard, always doing it the honest way. His family was always grinding. So he decided to kind of continue with that legacy and um, trained to go to dentist school. Um, and of course, this is during the 80s. Hip hop is very big. And apparently in Suriname, like gold teeth, were very common, but they were always, you know, permanent. Mm -hmm. They were permanent. Um, but he realized and started to play around. He, he married what he was learning in dentistry school with hip hop and with the fashion of Suriname and was like, yo, there's a way that I can take molds of these teeth and allow people to get the gold look without it being permanent. So he went to work and was just like a little mad scientist, put mm. together what he was learning in dental school and what he was, you know, figuring out all the different metals. And he started developing caps. And it took a long time, not a long time, but it took some um, 
coaxing to get a lot of the folks to fuck with it because they were like imagine this was never done before like what what are you talking about but he got people to fuck with it and it started blowing up and he's responsible for making grills for there's an a uh, classic photo of jay-z as a young teenager with a mouthful of grills and those were made by eddie pline he did Ludacris's grills he did everybody who's anybody he was responsible for their grills and really he and his whole family made a business out of it we're traveling from atlanta to new york to all the hubs of hip-hop and they had a brick and mortar store at one point and they were describing it as a mecca not only was it a place where of course they were making these you know uh style defining grills during the, the the highlight of the hip-hop era but people were coming and shooting pool and hanging and like it was a place where people gathered and mm. culture was just had there unfortunately um his style was mimicked once it caught on and people figured out you know how to do it of course there was people that also started making grills and because he didn't have the insight to kind of copyright the practice or figure out what kind of like legalities he could do to um, uh, maintain his ownership of that style, his story, his legacy got lost in the sauce. He also just wasn't, all of this was happening before social media. So like capturing it, and his story was kind of lost in the sauce. But some people, lovers of grills, lovers of hip hop, always trace back the grill to him. And um, somebody wanted to document his story and they wanted to make it into a documentary at first, but realized it was too expensive. So they decided to make it into a book. And the book is called Mouth of Full Golds and it shares his story. And there's amazing photography in it. Um, you have it? No, it's sold. I sold out like immediately. And I I have access to um, wholesale, like getting books. And every time I even try to go get it on wholesale, like it's just not being printed anymore. Yeah. But I think they're going to try to do a reprint. But I've seen it before and like my heart skipped a beat. I would love to get it. But shout out to Eddie Pline. His daughter is trying to follow in his footsteps. Um, and... Let's just put some respect on his name as the originator of the grill and a pioneer and a hustler. All right. Cause he was really, that's just, I love that creativity. I love that, that, um, ingenuity. I'm just saying the same words. What's another synonym for creativity? <laughs> Originality. <laughs> okay. Shout out okay. to Eddie. Shout out to black. That History. was super dope. That was super dope. Cause I was trying to do one on Ida B. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, Which is also important. fire. It's very important. But, it, but I love, like, your black history is so fucking... <laughs> no, it's fire because I don't know that. I don't yeah. know this information. It's not... These are the forgotten folks that are hella important. So thank you. Yes. Politics is usual. And we're 42 minutes in, so we're going to keep pushing right on through this. So uh, a jury found uh, Jennifer Crumley guilty. Guilty child. She was going to face up to 60 years in prison. 60? Jennifer. Yep, 60. Jennifer is 45 years old. She's one of the, she's the mother 
of Ethan Crumbly, who was 15 at the time when he used a pistol to kill several people um, and injure seven others at Oxford High School in Michigan. Now, the re- this, is a, this case sets precedent. This is the first time a parent has been charged in any type of like child shooting. Um, they're always sued, you know, for money, but they're never charged criminally, um, in this way. And so this is like a groundbreaking case that hopefully that is not hopefully, but it is going to set precedent moving forward when these types of atrocities happen. Um, the reason why she was found guilty is because, uh, the gun was a gift from his parents. Now his father is going to stand trial next month for the same charges. The gun was a gift from his parents. There were several warning signs. Um, school officials, the day of the shooting had the parents up there saying your child is drawing pictures of demons of, you know, he looked up, um, you know, bullets and artillery and shit like that. Like we need to have a conversation. Apparently the parents rushed out of that meeting because they had to go back to work. They weren't trying to hear it. Mm. This is a very gun owning town. I should say, Mm. um, everybody in the town, their mother got a gun. Um, they're very pro pro gun, but from, from what I understand, this family was out. They were outliers in the community. The community didn't really gel with them at all. They kind of oddballs out. But the son has, te- has they show text messages where he's saying there's a demon in the house. I'm hearing voices. Oh, to and his nothing- mother? Yeah. And, and oftentimes it would go unanswered. But their thing was like, it didn't go unanswered. I just didn't text the response back. But, you know, basically he never got help. He was still gifted a gun at 15 years old. Mm. Um, you know, like, so they found her guilty and she faces 60 years. So I guess, and, and wow. I, there's more information about the case, but I'm going to keep this us moving. Um, what are our thoughts on this? Should parents be held accountable when their kids do commit crimes like this? What does this mean for us moving forward? How responsible are the parents for their child's actions? This is wild to me. 60 years? She faces that. Know. It doesn't I, mean she's going to get that. That's redi- ca- That's crazy to me. I feel like that is... I feel like that is very black and white. And is there any account... Obviously, the child wasn't well in his head. Was the mother well in her head? Like, is there any kind of um, testing around her mental health, her mental capacity at the same time? I don't know. That's so tricky. That's so difficult, especially if it's legal. It's, it's legal in that for them to give a child, and a minor, a gun. Is that right? I believe so. Let me look. Actually. I mean, if she reckless conduct and neglect, all uh, that makes sense too, though. That is yeah. wildly neglectful. I mean, it's not a the matter. But it, but if she didn't, you know, if she didn't have the capacity to do anything intellectually, emotionally, obviously she wasn't well. 
Well, does that mean that she, when you enter into being, so I'm playing devil's advocate. When you enter into being a parent, right? And you're saying that you are responsible for this person. And this person is reaching out to you saying that they have a problem. Not one time, not two times. This, This young man told his parents numerous times. School officials told the parents they did not want to hear it. They ignored it. So whether she's okay or not, you still are assuming the responsibility as a parent. That's, that's the argument. You neglected the signs. You neglected this child and getting this child help. You gifted a, a, a person who's obviously unstable a gun. The day of the shooting, you were called to the school and you stormed out because you didn't want to hear it. Um, so, you know, I mean, she, the part of the other issue in the case is that she, her argument was there were no signs. So, and then the defense had, excuse me, the prosecution had a ton of signs of like, obviously there were signs here they are. And she was still denying it. She also, during the trial had little to no emotion. Everybody was commenting on how she just was like, well, I but mean, she's obviously not well. I, it's tricky because when you when you talk about the responsibility of a parent, that mm-hmm. is very nebulous, right? Mm-hmm. It's very subjective. And when you try to put that against legality, like what are the legal, um, and, and I guess they're saying here neglect is a legal responsibility or a legal um you can you a legal a, a binding legal responsibility for a parent but i don't know it all feels very subjective to me and i feel like there has to be she can't be well she so, can't be well and so now we're doing this again this punitive thing with people that are unwell. it wasn't found that she wasn't well it was not was that she did on not, trial was she, that was that an argument you, that should have been part of her defense if she wasn't yeah. well she never pleaded insanity. She never pleaded any of that. She said there weren't signs, and she was ten toes down in that. Well, that's a sign. Of so you're still, well. but that's know. that's yeah, just I guess it's I, neglectful. I'm I don't, yeah. I'm not defending her. I, that just feels no, like, no. I'm not. I'm, I don't think you're defending her. I think you're bringing up a good point because it's what I felt. I I saw this and I saw the precedent and it made me nervous. Uh, two things. I'm trying to organize myself. If you come to my house and I serve you a whole bunch of liquor and I let you drive home, I am responsible for that. Believe it or not. Did you know that if you drive home and you get into an accident or you kill somebody, I I am also liable and responsible because I gave you the liquor. I served it. I have some sort of responsibility to you according to the law. So this is the argument that people are making. Well, if we have that for people who are not parents, now you have parents where this young man went out with the gun that this parent purchased for them when this parent was well aware that he was deeply unwell and asking for help and killed four classmates and did their lives. How are you not res- then responsible? Well, how, but how it are gets the gun companies not responsible. Hella, I, you, you, thank you. Then it gets into this is where I'm going with this. Now, where why is he able to have a gun at 15? Why, why is that? When are we gonna talk? Why? When are we gonna talk about these gun laws? Your frontal are, lobe isn't even developed. 
when are we going to have some sort? So basically they figured out a way to pass the buck onto the parents. And I yeah. think both parties are liable. Mm. The other thing that concerns me about this is the precedent that it sets because where now where does it stop? Because now people are going to try more and more cases like this that are for lesser things, you, you know, for, for, for things that they could start trying. I, I worry about little black boys and girls, little brown boys and girls who get into a fight on the way home mm-hmm. from school and the parent is at work. Now the parent is somehow responsible and facing charge. Like how is, what doors do we open for this to be weaponized against already marginalized communities? I, I But I do think there is some response. There is a lot of responsibility that these parents ha- hold. I mean, come on. There are are also some parents that, you know, try like hell to get their kids help. They are distraught. They they don't have the the resources are not there. They often, especially in black communities, will turn to the police. I don't know how many times they'll turn to the police to be like, my kid, like shit is fucked up. He's wilding out. And then, you know. Everything gets chaotic. Um, There's so many parents that. But the idea there is that they would not be found guilty because they took steps. The thing here is that Jennifer Crumbly and her husband took zero steps to help him. I mean, but again, also there are, especially in the black community, there are parents that won't take the steps because they know their children are not safe in in these quote unquote places for help as well. And how do you define what the steps are? Could it be, d- does taking your kid to a pastor count? Does mm. talking to your kid, does, you know, like, does responding, you know, come home? Does taking the gun away if their kid is saying, I'm hearing voices, there's demons? Like, there's other steps that could have been taken besides, you know, sending Why your kid to uh, have a, gun? a police station or, a, you know, a, a <sighs> institution, you know, like... So here's my thing. I'm like, I want to understand what, what would count as it not being willful neglect. I yeah. think she was willfully, willfully yeah. neglectful here. Yeah. And I think she deserves to face some yeah. sort of punishment for this or some sort of rehabilitation for this because she also doesn't get that she was neglectful. Right. Um, but how do we gauge that is my question now. Now that we're setting this precedent, what what counts as doing the work to try to help your kid? Do you have to institutionalize them? Do you have to make authorities aware if you don't feel safe doing that? You know, like what are the resources? What are the steps that we are demanding of parents with unwell children? And I think we need to define that. And sadly, I think the only way that we're going to define it as more and more is is while more and more of these cases get tried, and then we're going to see what jurors think, what judges think, and what the court of public opinion thinks. And I just, I would rather get ahead of it with the laws, but something to look out for. Very sad news there. I don't know if I even want to really talk about this, but I can. Sean King has a lifetime ban from Meta and IG. <laughs> uh, I, I have, I've subscribed to his newsletter. And I saw his newsletter and it started with, I was given a lifetime ban from Instagram for thanking Yemen for trying to stop the genocide of Palestinians. And Sean King is very, um, he's very uh, polarizing. 
polarizing, but with his, the way that he writes is dramatic is not the word. It's very, the stakes are very high. Mm. Um, and so basically he said, he, he thanked the men of Yemen. Um, he, he said that December 22nd, 2023, um, for their courage, doing anything and everything they know how to do to stop the genocide in Palestine at the hands of Israel, the United States and the United Kingdom. Meta said, you've got to go. So he did a lot of organizing through Meta and Instagram where he was connected to a whole bunch of people. Um, And his argument is basically like, so even Donald Trump has been restored, who's repeatedly been suspended, banned, and he's charged with nearly a hundred felonies, but I thank people in Yemen and I'm out. And I, and he's, he said, he's fought this. He's went up the chain. They're like, you're done. And so he's like, there's plenty more polarizing people on these platforms that still have their platform. And then he doubled down and said, let me be clear. I stand by every single word I said then and do not, and will not will never regret saying what I said in defense of Gaza and, and, and in support of Yemen. I, I, in fact, I only wish I said and did even more to support Yemen in their efforts on the Red Sea. So I guess my question is, when it comes to Meta and their oversight board, you know, this is another thing where we do not have overarching power you know congress has not done their job in in really standardizing the rules and regulations for these social media companies and these social media companies determine so much of the political social and pop culture climate in our lives they are literally driving the algorithm for what we care about. They are they literally have their their hands in the control booth and they are conditioning us myself included. So, Meta claims that they hate oversight, that they that they don't want to restrict anyone, right? So if that's the case, then what is this here? Should he have a lifetime ban? No, obviously. It's wild. It's Orwellian. Like, when are we going to see that we're not in a, like, what? When are we going to realize none of this is real? None of this, all the, uh, well, all of these claims of freedom. It's just not there, y'all. It's it's obvious. It's obvious. What you fussing with? It's so loud. I apologize. It's just... Even the fact that what you said was so important that all of these platforms, the discourse, the narratives, what's being shared, what's not being shared is very, is controlled. It's not as freewheeling and, and, you know, open as we think. And this is a perfect example of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Which should make yes. us angry, but we're just like, oh well, what the fuck, Shay Shay say? Like, this is just it supports so many conspiracy theories. The conspiracy well, they're not conspiracy that, theories. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, even the shit we just said about baby fat, like this shit tracks, dog. It tracks. <laughs> <laughs> it does. 
It tracks and it's terrifying. It is. Uh, you know what? What's happening in Gaza is illuminating so much for us politically, socially. What is the thing? What it, What is it? I don't know the saying, but you you know, you see who has power by who can't be mentioned. What does it go? How does that saying go? I don't know that ah, saying. I'm going to get it to. It's not. Did you say that song? Saying. Oh, I'm about to. I was going to scream. Um, <sighs> there's something along the lines of there. You know who has the power when it's the. It, you got to keep their name out your mouth. Keep their name out your mouth. That's wild. I to think me. specifically it was the Yemen thing because Yemen is like in the Red Sea. Like, watch us work. Y'all ain't finna. Y'all ain't finna. Real acts of resistance. Real, real acts of resistance right there. Wow. He had 60 million followers. Mm -hmm. All of his data and infant probably is not really deleted, but has been quote unquote deleted. He had influence over 60 million people. More than that. I mean, he he would reach out and feel how you want. Feel how you want about Sean King. I again... I have never had any issues with Sean King. I know people who've worked with him and raised money with him, and they've never had any issues with him. The money went where it went and where it was supposed to go. So take what you want. But he would also lend that platform to people and like give them the credential, like log in, send me what you need. It's important that we get this information out. Like it, he was truth telling. He was self-serving as well at times on his platform. He does victimize himself. But when you're, I think when you're surrounded by a victimization, how do you not fall into that, to that kind of trope? But yeah, like he would ask money for his, ask for money for his surgeries and shit. Okay, fine. But he's also doing hard work that like, those images that were going up on his page were hor- horrible to look at. And and a lot of times people felt he was very, he mishandled things and that he was very blunt and curt and, um, and irresponsible with how he put his information out. But also he was like, y'all got to see it. I'll be that. But you got to see it because too many people are walking around talking about there's so many skews. Shit's going on. And, you know, I respect it. That work is not easy. Wow. The the quote is, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. There it is. Ciao. <clears throat> More things that are happening in the political spectrum that we cannot get uh, cover uh, fully, but we do think that you should be checking out uh nypd actually uh, this isn't on the outline but here in times square some shit's going on where the nypd and i don't watch local news so that's something that i need to do more of because it's so important i don't often get a chance to i'm usually hella geopolitical and full country but nypd is lying saying that there was there was something that went down and in in uh, Times Square, some sort of 
conflict with the police that they said, you know, of course they were the victims. But a 15 now, year old involving a 15 yeah, year old. He yeah. Killed a, involving kids. Yeah. They killed him. The 15 year old. No, the 15 year old oh. was, I, I think something was going with NYPD. He apparently rang shots out in the crowd and hit meant to hit one of they're saying he meant to hit one of them but ended up hitting a bystander i don't know if she's dead but i just saw the headline today but that's a not true they're lying i don't know people i see a whole bunch of stuff saying showing that like they've only released 40 seconds of the camera footage that they s- said they had the full thing on and um that there's more to the story that they're not telling oh, like a whole bunch of people old. are removed jesus Oh mm. God, God help us! Wow, they we, killed him. No, I don't know if they killed oh. him, but they—that's ha- who they're saying is responsible for the shooting. Well, obvious, that's terrible. We need to do more research, but th- this is starting to. I'm seeing a lot of my New Yorkers repost this, and a lot of folks are talking about it. So it's something to pay attention to, and obviously, we need to do more research ourselves. I just saw it. That's why I'm bringing it up. Also, Trump. We're determining if Trump can stay on the ballot. Um, the court cases, well, by the time this comes out, will probably be underway next week. So scary times over there. Go ahead. Uh, Biden defends passionately against a lot of the ageist commentary against him saying that he can't remember anything. And while he was defending himself, he done forgot something and mixed he it up. He misspoke. <laughs> He no no I I'm really not ca- I'm really not uh, capable. I, I promise. I no because I do I do not think he this man mi- should run. Let me just be real clear. I do not think this man should run. I do think that his mental capacity is not where it sh- needs to be. But but the special counsel in deciding that he would not charge Biden with any crimes for the um for the confidential documents case that Trump is being charged for in that decision wrote, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview with him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with poor, with a poor memory. A lot of people are like, there is no report that would ever need this. Like this feels very political. This is a, this is fucked up and this feeds right into the Republican party. Biden has said that when he went and spoke to the special counsel that was at the right after the massacre, the killing of all the folks over in Israel happened and he was like beside himself. So the other thing too is like, I get it. I, I do not think that Biden should run. I don't, but I watched the thing. The only thing that the, because I don't, I just said it. I don't think that his mental capacity, I think oh. he's, and it's not an age thing. It's a mental capacity thing. Like mm. there's a lot of sharp ass 82 year olds. Now, Trump, if we really want to talk about gaffes, Trump literally just mistook um, Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi last week. Oh boy. Trump told <laughs> us to drink bleach. To cure COVID, right? Like, um, but it's not. I, it's not a. It's not. No, no. A, I'm just saying. A, but the, but this is no, no. It what I'm. Not, it's not with you. But what they're doing now, Republicans are now about to try to issue an impeachment of Joe Biden based off of his mental condition because mm. they're running with this clip mm. of him 
standing up for himself and this special counsel report and wasting well, more of our taxpayer dollars on this. I mean, like, this, this wasn't the, the only interest. I, I don't know that that is a, um, however strategic, I don't know that it is a crazy argument. Like if the, there's anything the that they same, can stand 10 toes down is this man and the counsel we've seen may not be able to run. could be said about Trump. That's, right. that's the only thing. That's why it's so absurd to me. Nikki Haley literally last week called for funds for Iran instead of Israel. She met Israel. Everybody does these flubs oh, and fucks up. Yeah. Now, if he I've seen Joe Biden just stop talking. And get confused. That's not what happened in this interview. Is all I'm He's saying. That's been not very what happened. Disoriented. I, I, I anyway. agree. Look, I agree. I do. I'm not disagreeing. I, I'm just saying, like, the the we're moving the goalposts in a lot of ways when it comes to Trump and him. And and that's not me saying that you're doing that. It's just like the the coverage on this is so stupid to me. It's like, yeah, we fucking know the dude is his mental capacity is not. He got. He shouldn't run. Lord Jesus. We know. And neither should Trump. Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, ordered his Israeli military to evacuate Rafah, where about 1.5 million Palestinians are now crammed in as they try to continue to escape the fighting and follow the um, continued suggestions of israel to move to get out of the uh fighting zones this is basically the last remaining quote-unquote safe zone for the palestinians and now benjamin netanyahu is um claiming that it's the last stronghold of hamas again it's also where all majority of the palestinians displaced are it's unclear what's going to happen because he intends on uh, going in and continuing the combat. So that was uh, yesterday. We will see what what happens. And lastly, Senate Republicans blocked the bill for border security, and they blamed it on uh, they they blamed it on it not being a strong enough bill, even though it was a bipartisan bill. Part of the bill had money for Ukraine and, and Israel aid in it. They're going to move forward with only voting on the aid package but waste of time waste yeah, of time they blocked it. They the blocked way they it. the way they asked for that to happen and then thank you what and they this, need something to run on god give us i need i need mm. all right pop culture this was all over the internet child Bi- drake you really fucking it up for the biracials or maybe not drake <laughs> drake i was shocked our group chat blew up somebody Somebody put this in a group chat without any context, any anything. I opened my phone and saw what I'd never wanted to see. It was Drake laid back with his flaccid penis in his hand, <laughs> whipping it around like an elephant's uh, snout. Trunk? Trunk, whatever. Hated it. Uh, people loved it. The girls went crazy. They said, oh, we get it, Drake. We get it. Sorry, daddy. And I was like, really? Oh, my God. See, you're not on Twitter. So many of the girlies were like, Drake. And I'm just like, you can have a big dick and be corny, bro. Like, you're still corny. I don't care. It was also wildly flaccid. 
And he also probably girl, leaked that himself. It was wildly flaccid and still thinging though. I know. It but was I don't wildly flaccid. It had about three inches above his hand still. Just so. But do you never mind? I th- he I have, leaked this. He of course he leaked it. But also <laughs> let's shout out to the bi. I know we we be talking shit on the biracials and a lot of men. I think that's. <laughs> But Jesse Williams and Drake. <laughs> now Jesse is I like. <laughs> <laughs> Them two light skinned men are slinging it. But you've never been. I, it was interesting the conversations that came up that some women are like, I don't care if he's corny. I'm still going to enjoy Bucking. myself. I've never been that. Ever. Ever. Like, I will do the latter. Like, it's very small, but I love him. I'm going to stick beside him. I've never been driven by t- just by sex and size, ever. Maybe I should. Maybe I, I'm no, really fucking you, up. Like, no, we can't overlook the corn. Like, it how? makes me flaccid. Like, you know? Exactly. Remember when you talked about somebody whispering and trying to whisper something back to you in a sexy way and it turned you <laughs> that off? It was me. I was me. <laughs> I was the one that did that. <laughs> but that's a, like, that's it. It's like, what a turn off to know that you're this corny dude. And, and you will not look. And you're the inside corny. of me. And Ew. you won't overlook it. Some people are like, shh. No way. It, there is no f- amount of fine. You can be a little dumb. But not corny. I've definitely dated somebody that was not the brightest bowl, but he wasn't corny. He wasn't doing stuff that culturally but he was, was just like, he was bro, it, what? Though. He was doing a stuff. That's yeah, like- he was. So yeah. I really want to hear from the people that are like, nah, that comes first for me. Like, if it's good, if it's a size that I like, I will tell him to be quiet. Because I know, I mean, I think it's more prevalent with men, but I really want to hear from the, the women. That are like, uh-uh, nah, put it back. Like, don't say nothing to me. We know what it is. But then That's what, what kind I of sex do. are you having? Are y'all not Good kissing? sex, maybe. No, you're not. No, he may be if a you... wonderful lover. He could be a wonderful lover, but it's So you're going to be tonguing girl. down somebody who Corny is... niggas might be, might kiss real great. Corny men yeah, niggas might be great I, lovers. I can't kiss you like that and be all into you if you just corny. And and I'm not talking about corny where you're not cool. I love a corny geek dude. That's my shit. You want to go to Comic-Con? Let's go. Like, let's go be weird. I'm talking about corny where you're trying so like hard to corny. be cool. And yeah. you're so inauthentic right. at times. Like a show And it's just stuff. like... Yeah, and you're and you're so talented. You don't need to do Girl, it. You don't need to do it. Some people are like, "Yes, I don't care because that thing is thanging," and I want to talk to those people. I can't do it, Makiat. But some people can, and some people are saying, "I'll overlook it. I don't care." I was. A, I heard a it's lot of people, people that saying think Drake fine too. It's like fine. Do you think Drake's fine? No. Are we haters? I th- I'm not, I think I'm, I'm not attracted to light skinned men like that. Oh. Problematic. There's some light skinned men. Hmm. Or some. My like it's a no. butter pecan. Like he's very is, fair to me. Like I Is I, it a light skinned thing though, or is it is Drake just not fine? Like No, Drake is, is not Drake fine? fine. No. Jesse's <laughs> like, fine. Jesse's fine. That's a good looking man. I ain't gonna hold you. I seen him in person once and was like, oh. 
He was at a tie spot. Mm. No, he's fine. Actually, I take that back. I take that colorism back, too, because some light-skinned niggas can get it. I, I like a light-skinned freckle combination. Like, of my light-skinned phenotype, <laughs> I like light-skinned freckles. Oh, girl. I like I, I like do. the light skin dark freckles and light skin red bone freckles. Like you really like, the, re- like a Malcolm red X. bone. Yeah. Like Max freckles on them. That butter pecan combo. Like that's my I like that. But there is some some too light that I it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well we'll see. I, I would love to hear what people have to say about this because no. <laughs> yeah, but show all y'all that are like, uh-uh, girl, let me show you how to do it. You can still have a good time without having to to, to experience the corn. But are we going to talk about how the fact, like, he leaked this? He did. You know he did. Like, are you okay? Ew. <laughs> like, why would you do that? And I really- He's the Kim K. He's Kimmy. Is he Kim? He's Kim. Why is he not Kim? It's the same shit. But I think we never talk about how Kim's mother orchestrated the sickest I part know. we don't actually name. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I know. Baby fat. It's all connected. Baby fat. Yeah. <laughs> Kim was wearing baby fat. Baby no, fat. It's but all like connected. the sexualization, children, mother, like it's all, it's. Oh boy. Mm. The Grammys. I did not watch them. I haven't watched the Grammys. I don't have a TV. I'm working on it. Maybe I should get one <laughs> in my big age. JoJo's big age. I'm really considering it. Now, do you still got that TV in the kitchen you don't use? Let me buy that drone from you, dog. <laughs> I do, but there's going to be a, a thing in the kitchen that holes in my kitchen. Like in the wall. It's mounted. Mounted. Mm, what a word. Love that word. <laughs> you are in heat. <laughs> Our girl is a heat, y'all. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, TVs aren't that expensive. Yeah, I guess so they're not. We get you a TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need a hand-me-down TV. Anyway, Grammys happen. <laughs> Highlights from the Grammys we will cover. We're going to start with Jay-Z's speech. Jay- Did you like it? Did you no. listen to the whole thing? Yeah. You didn't like it. I, of course I mean, you didn't. It was cool. It was all right. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I think he said, I think it was perfect. I think it was, I think it was very him. Mm-hmm. It was very like a kind of awkward, but poignant. I didn't think that it was as, as awkward as everybody was making it out to be. I thought that the crowd was kind of with him. Maybe the only thing that people didn't like was some of y'all don't belong in the categories. And if that's not the truth, then I don't know what to tell y'all. And I love the fact that he then humbled, he came back down and was like, listen, we love y'all. We love y'all. We just want you to get it right, or at least close to right. And, you know, people can say, what's right? What's this? Well, I really, I appreciated how he was up there for his lady. He was up there getting his award and made it about his lady with his daughter by his side, his Grammy winning daughter, who's tall as fuck. And looks because so beautiful. Stunning. And I'm like, Jay-Z is really tall. Jay-Z is like 6'3", and Blue is like his height. So she just needs to go be on somebody's runway too. She but is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Just statuesque. Very just together, collected, trained, calm, yeah. trained. She has Beyonce's mannerisms. Mm. Where she's like looking around like she's so trained that I'm like, oh, I hope there's space for her to be n- crazy. 
Um, I love that he shouted out, you know, made fun of himself, boycotting the Grammys, made fun of Will Smith and Jazzy J when J- D- Jazzy Jeff, when he um, when they boycotted, you know, and I, I think it was a poignant thing to do this year, especially when, you know, we had the hip hop 50 years of hip hop and then literally not one hip hop award was televised. What was up with that? Not one, not even album of the year. It was all pre-show and Killer Mike swept every category in one and then was fucking arrested backstage. They took him out. He couldn't even use that. He couldn't even, he couldn't even enjoy the night. He couldn't do his networking afterwards. He couldn't like a terrible, terrible and cuffed him. I need to cuff that man. Why did they do that? Why you pick? Why? Well, he'd been running where he was going to be. I don't think so. There was like some sort of misdemeanor. There was some sort of, um issue before the grammys happened with somebody some sort of like killer mike's tricky though isn't he isn't he like a pro trump he's like killer mike is tricky he's not saying he's pro trump but he is not saying who he's gonna vote for i I don't know any of his music that he just recently dropped i have to go back and listen he did it with he did the song with andre he's the one that got andre back on the track Okay, that one song. Okay, I have to. But also, the album was good, and and I thought it was interesting how all of the people, a lot of the people that are up were up there with him, are all over, well over forty something years old, and he's like, anybody that's saying that this is not, this is only a young man's game, you got it fucked up. Mm -hmm. I love. Like, there's a lot for us to say. Yeah. And then you have Jay Z up there, and I hate the idea of Jay Z this Dr. Dre award because I don't like. You know, Dr. Dre is tricky and he's never taken accountability for his past abusive oh, no. ways in of nature. Not. No. Um, but I I liked Jay addressing and using his platform to do so. I liked it. And I didn't think it was shady to Taylor. I don't think everybody's trying to say it was shady to Taylor. I don't think it was that. I think it was just the the math is not math thing. I just want to give a, I just want everybody to put a little respect on Kanye's name too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The man has insight. He tries to see us. He sees things. And because of the way he, his neural difference and his Gemini Tendencies. speed, like Gemini mm-hmm. see thi- are just fast. Everything is really, 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 really fast. They can't even keep up with themselves. He really been trying to tell us about a couple things for a minute now. Okay. Tricky. Ended. Tricky. Um, um shout ahead. out to Victoria Monet Aww. who just looked like a bronze statue herself. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous young, gorgeous family. <laughs> God the damn. way that you are hot to trot for her husband. It's her boyfriend. Spare her oh, baby's father, me. but they are working towards marriage. Shout out to John Gaines. <laughs> shout out to their beautiful baby hazel oh hazel was fed up she i would be too and why would they bring her but she was beautiful she was part of the rollout for the album she was like a big part of the album okay she's beautiful so gorgeous well uh monet won um three grammys for best new artist best r&b album and best non-classical engineered album for her debut it's not her debut record what does debut mean? Like it's the first one that came out? Is yeah. that what 
no it's jaguar too she's dropped an album before interesting why they said that i don't know what that means but anyway um for this album jaguar 2 she in her speech of course you know has is not new to this she's true to this she's been mm -hmm. a um amazing writer for folks like ariana grande she's just been in the game and for her to get her flowers now and she acknowledged the amount of work and perseverance and how she is not a new artist and not new to this. And I think it's just shows. And I've, I even feel with your um, something about this reminds me of you for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but just this moment that she's having the amount of work and effort and hours that she's been putting in. I don't know. I just felt about your awards and where you are in your life right now. And just all you girlies, all of us that are putting in the time and the work and the effort, not feeling acknowledged, not feeling seen, just oh. running for dear life that, you know, you, you will get your burn. little, yeah. It's for all the slow burners. And best new artist is so big. That's best new artist for any artist ever. And I love this. Samira was up there to give her that award. Another black girl killing it. Samira, Samira also She's won. the jazz singer. Mm -hmm. she, she gives me chills. I want to see her live. I want to go to one of her shows. I will really? weep. I, I would love weep. to do that with you. Can we please You will go? weep. Because I... guess what? Her daddy comes out there. Her whole family could say uh, like that. Antoinette? Have you heard her dad Yes, sing? I saw them. It made me cry during the Insta. It's beautiful. That. I would pay top dollar for that girl. Say the fuck less. I would say love less. to get dressed up, scream and hoot. Like the way I was screaming hoot for that little girl. <laughs> that She's woman. shit. She's amazing. Woo, she, she is gives amazing. Me chills. I love her. She posted this picture of her like this and Mariah Carey sitting down looking at her, smiling at her, talking to her. And she was like, <laughs> like, I just love it. I love it. I love seeing talent win. She does. Exactly. Talent win. And so then the Grammys are tricky, right? Because there there's these politics, but then there's also, you know, this acknowledgement that when Jazz won her Grammy, the way we felt was like. Yeah, where it's like, fuck the Grammys, but also I'm so happy because yeah, I know tricky. what it took to get here. The and they be and the behind the scenes stuff that they have to do in order to remind people to vote for them and that whole thing where you got to go out and sing for all the execs and it's it's ridiculous. You, they make you tap dance almost. So it's whatever. Fantasia. She's a star. I she tell did it. And I, That's again, it. The, again, the slow burn. Right? You yeah. thought I was done? I'm not. I'm not. <clears throat> There's nothing else to say about Fantasia. She's literally a, a fucking star. She did the tribute to Tina Turner, which I'm very happy that they had. Um, and she did Proud Mary and ate it up. Looked ate good. it up. Looked fabulous. Sang it down. Looked fabulous. Tina was proud. And I was happy it wasn't Beyonce. Beyonce sent her flowers, and then Fantasia was like, "We could let's do an album, let's do a song together." Beyonce's like, "Relax, girl, stop, please." I don't, Are I don't do serious? album requests. I don't, <laughs> I don't do song do. requests. Thank you. Actually, my album's already done, and I'm planning my fourth <laughs> world tour as we speak. They're building the stage. <laughs> That's the type of crazy she is. Another mark of excellence in I history. Cried. Celine Dion made a rare public appearance at the Grammys since, uh, for and the first time since 2019. 
This marks Celine's first major event since she was diagnosed with stir, excuse me, since she was diagnosed with the stiff person syndrome in 2022. And she did not come out looking stiff. She came out looking regal. La Roche go- did her thing. That's La Roche? her stylist. Yeah. That's her stylist. He was like, I only come out of retirement for the girlies I love. It's like, yeah, you only work for the people that you like. Yep. They were they were on Twitter posing. He had her. He had her looking like that. Child, she, looking fabulous. And she always does. That her. She is just a beautiful woman. She is just a gorgeous woman. And um, for those that do not know, Celine has been diagnosed with a stiff um, person syndrome, which is um, an autoimmune disease in which the muscles spasm and they spa- they alternate between spasms and rigidity being so rigid that they feel like a board. I don't know if this is true, but in this in this article it says the muscles the muscle spasms are extremely painful and can be tr- they're triggered by actually I'm not going to say that cuz I just I that cannot actually be true. I, I don't think that's actually true, but it's a very painful and um slow developing um disorder and it breaks my heart to to hear that Celine has been through so much but also Celine has done so much she is a god okay mm-hmm. a motherfucking god she mm-hmm. herself is a six-time Grammy award-winning art- artist I mean all you have to do is go and google her award history and the girl just has receipts up and down for uh, Juno, American Music, People's Choice, World Music Award, just Billboard. She just is in a fucking icon, and she presented the album of a we album of the year award, and the winner was Miss Taylor Swift. This is her fourth time winning album of the year, which is prestige. The album of the year award is a big motherfucking deal. It's the top award, Shanti. This is her fourth time winning it, breaking a record. And she went up on that stage and in her Taylor Swift dits incitement, oh my God, uh, did not acknowledge, took the award from Celine Dion and did not do much more than that. Did not make eye contact with with her, did not hug her. Celine just had her standing there for nothing. Disrespect. (laughs) Didn't acknowledge her in her speech. Who the fuck? Something ain't right with her. And I and that's and that's it right there. Something ain't right with her. (laughs) She should be dragged. Her media team, she was. Her media team um made sure she got a picture backstage with her. Too late. Hugging hugging and kissing on sleep. Too late. My issue my thing, I'm not gonna make this about Taylor, her personal thing. But but Grammys, Grammy, excuse me. Scoop, knock, knock. So Taylor sets a record for the most wins for album of the year of any artist, any artist ever. So you telling me that by that standard, you're telling me that Taylor Swift is better than the Beatles. Taylor Swift is better than Aretha Franklin. Stevie Taylor Swift Wonder. is better than Stevie Wonder. Michael Jackson. Taylor Swift is better than Michael Jackson. Get the fuck out of here. Taylor Swift is better than Sting. Taylor Swift is better than Frank Sinatra. Taylor Coldplay. Swift is better than Quincy Jones. And everybody Jones. loves Coldplay? Beyonce? Taylor Swift is way better than Beyonce, who's never won it. 
that ma- that that's the math that Jay Z's talking about. We want Kanye. you to get it, make it what? Kanye make it make what? sense. Kendrick make Lamar sense. make it make sense. It Taylor doesn't. Swift and I and I name like the Beatles, Barbara Streisand, these kind of iconic whites to basically be like. Even that math ain't mathing. Even if y'all not gonna give it to us, th- that's not mathing. That's that's nuts. That's crazy. Well, it's vote. It's about votes, right? I actually don't know how the Grammys work. It's all a voting. I don't believe that it is all voting. There's a Grammy, like yeah, there's voting, but it's not. Ju- it's not public opinion voting. It's there's a grant. You have to qualify to vote for the Grammys. You don't just. We can't vote. It's not a People's Choice Award. Taylor. It's wild. It's wild. But also Candy Burris, who you can't always believe, but she came out talking about, no, I was on a secret committee to figure out who was going to win R&B album of the year. It wasn't about no voting. We just figured it out and decided. The nom- I don't know. The nominees that Taylor was against, did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey, Guts by Olivia Rodrigo, SOS by SZA? The record by Boy Genius, World Music Radio by John Baptiste, and The Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet, and Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. All except for John Baptiste. Actually, I don't know who Boy Genius is, but I believe those were all women that um, she was going against. A lot of people believe that SZA should have won. And I somebody had well I you listened to all the albums I I, I listened did. to the Age of Pleasure I didn't think it was um amazing. I'm not saying she don't deserve to win this time I think I'm Scissors just... should have won and and okay. not that I love the album but somebody made a really good point about one it was super popular like everybody loved this album all the young girls loved the album but someone wrote um. SZA is a noteworthy artist doing groundbreaking things with her music. Not only are her vocals stellar, but I find her ability to blend pop, R&B, and even rap in songs like Smoking My Smoking on My Ex quite impressive. The girl had range in it, and I although I didn't like every single song, there was a lot of range, there was experimentation. And you know, Taylor just be doing the same things. Taylor does the same things. And I should be quiet because I actually don't know that, but sounds like it. Um, but okay. All right. The math ain't mathing to me, but go ahead. Y'all got it. That's y'all queen. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but y'all got it. I I I want to mention this. I unfortunately did not have time to watch this because it's three hours long. Um, and I didn't find it to be as captivating as cat williams but monique and uh went on club shay shay shout out to come on again internet these older people making Shannon. a mark make a waves a in pop culture second career the slow fucking burn this well, is well he's this is he's great because it's this seriously a second career it's amazing it's f- football giant and then was like okay let me flip this Probably. i love it monique the comedian was on Club Shay Shay, similar to Cat Williams. She even said it, you know, she comes on to tell the truth. Monique has had a contentious relationship with Hollywood, having claimed that she was blackballed because of um, 
her stance that she took with the black media gods, Tyler Perry, Oprah, and Lee Daniels, um, when Precious first rolled out, she did not agree to the, um, what do you call that? The promotions and what was required of her, especially because she was not being paid for it, took a stance and then got this um, reputation for being hard to work with. She even has had taped a discussion, recorded a discussion she had with Tyler Perry in which he called her hard to work with and admitted to sharing that out um, within the, uh, the industry. Um, Sharp says that he actually listened to the tape. So she has receipts. She goes on, she went on to talk about that. She talked about Oprah, about how Oprah was two faced, how mm. she supported her in, but you know, in closed doors saying, yeah, you got to do what you got to do for your mental health. This was also a precious, excuse me. Monique had just had a baby when Precious had come out. So her allegiance, especially because she wasn't being paid for the work, was to her family and her mental health. And so, again, Oprah was like, yeah, girl, that sounds good, was privately supportive, but did not support her publicly. Um, I didn't know this happened. After that happened, Oprah apparently went on to produce an episode for her talk show about Monique and her molestation by her brother in which Monique's parents were interviewed talking about Monique's molestation with her brother all without Monique's permission, which is weird as fuck. She went on to discuss Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart, oh, Philly nigga, tricky. Kevin Hart is tricky, similar to what Cat Williams had to say about him, but saying that they did a uh, handshake agreement where Kevin Hart was like, yeah, 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 I'm going to support you. I'm I'm a executive produce a revival of her talk show, The Monique Show. You know, she then the word came out that he actually wasn't down. His manager, Dave Becky, stepped in and was like, nah, Kevin doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Monique called. Kevin was like, yo, is this true? Kevin was like, no, 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 no. We good. Like. We're good. And apparently they haven't talked since that um, since that happened. So similar to Kat, she aired out, had receipts, explained her stance. Um, Monique also sued Netflix for discrimination and pay discrimination when they tried to offer a disproportionately low um, for her uh, stand-up stand compared to others. And she won. So Exactly. You know, a lot of people were turned off and are turned off by both Monique and Kat's truth telling stance, um, many of which folks are saying that they aren't seeing much accountability from her. It's a lot of like, you said he did. These motherfuckers have to. Yeah. I want what did you do. But there wasn't a lot of reflection on her end, um, which mm -hmm. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's required um, in, I think in these it is. situations. Is it? Yeah, I think that if you're going to tell the truth about everybody else, everything's a co-creation. I, I think that you can receive it, receive truth-telling a little better when you know that the person's telling the truth about everything. Mm. They're not, they not just telling the truth about who hurt them. Mm. Don't leave that part out. 
You know, don't leave the part out where you made a mistake or you might have done X. Because mm. there's no way that Monique is perfect in any of this. But I do feel like that she's going to be vindicated, hopefully. But I think, yeah, don't nobody wanted to hear shit she had to say. I mean, uh, Charlemagne just issued an apology to her. He was still being tongue-in-cheek and an asshole while he did it. Was he? Like, a little bit where he was like, clearly I've disturbed your peace. Clearly I've this. Like mm-hmm. basically saying that he's living rent-free in her mind. But he did give himself donkey of the day for challenging her when she said that she should have been paid X, Y, and Z. Monique is not just a comedian, to be clear. Monique is an Oscar winner. Like, don't get it fucked up. Monique got Emmy nominations. Like, she might even have an Emmy. Like, she's not... When you win an Oscar for Best Actress, Supporting Actress, I think, like, the world's supposed to open up to you. The shit closed to her. Uh, apparently she rubbed I mean I, I think most importantly of course yes you know she could be accountable but I think it's important that um, I think it's important with both her and Kat that they are revealing the other the the politics of Hollywood which we all hear about but um, the consequence of that and how that really affects people's lives. And I don't, we don't know how many lives have been affected um, by those types of blackballing and gatekeeping and duplicity. And um, I mean, I guess that's just life as well. It ain't nowhere you ain't gonna find it. Even in- It happens everywhere, and, and, right? And that is just, the Lucy will get you. But uh, mm-hmm. shout out to her. Hopefully she gets the respect and the- she again she wants an apology from we don't need to do that she wants an apology from oprah and tyler the fucker perry oprah's little in, oprah's little reputation oprah <laughs> oprah dodging all this shit oprah's like, like I'm this rich. shit ain't landing on me get out of here anyway that is it y'all we did it also kanye west just dropped the song or ep rather and yeah, everybody's going ablaze you saw is it good he I don't know. Pop- I've been on the podcast. I just I just saw the tweets. Um, also, Alicia Keys is a confirmed guest for the Super Bowl. Hated it. <laughs> as, a, as a singer? My boo. My boo. My boo. Uh, th- that's what they're going to sing? My boo. You sound better a, than her. I'm going to sing along with that, though. Lord knows I will. Somebody says she better be drinking her hot water and tea and lemons right now because the girl can't, she couldn't sing for about seven years. I, I said, know what mean. happened. She said, I don't have to anymore. She did like the, you know what? She, never she mind. just I won a Grammy. Say, she just won nothing. a Grammy. So <laughs> oh, I have something to say. Speaking um, of her, I want to go to her, her and Swizz's collection, her, yeah, their art collections at too. the art museum. We should take Joe. All right, come up here then. I'm going to do that. It's beautiful. You can stay at my house. Ah! <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> Who all going to be there? Uh, Bye. I love the you. The peace to the, the guys. Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.